Hello everybody, welcome to the Small Bees Kaizen Podcast. My name is Brian Wenger and this is episode 14. Great to have you if you're joining us for the first time. On this show, we like to talk about inspirational things, ideas, advice, tips that will help a business go forward. So we talk about improvement in the Kaizen spirit where it's all about putting in what you can today that will make a better difference for tomorrow. So what have I got lined up for you today? It's a great presentation, which is in audio format. This is a presentation I recorded of uh, Daniel Bonstein, who is the new business development manager responsible for the UK and Ireland representing Google, the company Google, which is all about search, but more and more now associated with a product of theirs There's called AdWords, where it's basically a paid search. So if you've got a website and you're looking at ways to boost and increase your traffic, you've got two options basically you can go the search engine optimization way which is seo where you rely on what is termed organic search or generic search where your the ranking of your website is what elevates it upwards so the more relevant your website is and the more links you can associate coming into your website from more reputable websites out there. So in other words, the quality of links coming to your website is a key factor in search engine optimization. And a lot of new businesses, they struggle to get those backlinks, especially quality links, which really, really matter in this search engine optimization game. And you don't have to give up at that stage, you know, because there is option two, which is AdWords. AdWords is basically paid search or also referred to as pay per click it can work just as effectively if not more effectively just given a scenario you could rank right on the top of your particular search phrase or search term in little under 10 or 15 minutes if you do correctly obviously there's so many elements that come into it this is what this presentation is all about so hope You'll enjoy listening to what Daniel has to say. Bearing in mind, this was a presentation based on a PowerPoint. If you want to uh, watch the video associated with this audio, all you've got to do is go to our website, smallbizkaizen.com. And then on the right-hand side, you just scroll down. You will see the link to the recorded video of the very same presentation and um, just click on and, you know, you'll be taken through to the video. Then the other point is, um, this is quite a long session, so I'm going to split it into two episodes as it's become the norm now, but it's well worth waiting for the second part, which also includes the question and answer from the participants who were here. So enjoy this presentation. Um, first of all, thank you so much for uh, coming. I'm very humbled that you decided to spend one hour of your life with me. So I hope it's going to be uh, interactive and, and we'll have a good time. I definitely um, want to leave as much time as possible for your questions. 
Um, ultimately, I don't want to speak for this whole hour. Um, I'm, I like to think of myself as a very active listener. If you've spoken to my girlfriend and she's told you something else, I can assure you it's not true. Um, so, yeah, thanks again. I know you didn't come to see me, and you came to hear and, and see uh, what Google, what's going on in, in Google, but ultimately, as an ambassador for the company, I definitely uh, thank you for your time. Just so you know, what we'll be doing today is we'll be going through some of Google's core products for businesses. So for those of you in the room who are quite familiar with Google products such as AdWords, this might be uh, an elementary refresher for you. And for those of you who aren't, um, again, I hope that it's uh, valuable. Can I just get a show of hands? Who here has good familiarity with Google products? Okay, a good amount of you. Who here has very little familiarity with Google products other than typing in a search query in Google? Okay, who here is somewhere in the middle? All right, great. So if some of this is a little bit repetitive or boring for you, hopefully not, um, please feel free to, to dazzle me with your questions um, in the end. And if you don't mind, please save the questions for the end. So what we'll be talking to today about, as I said, is an introduction to Google products. So I'm going to first uh, go through a little search story, which chronicles about 25 seconds on how I got uh, here today. Um, we're going to do an introduction to Google AdWords, which, as you know, is our core product for businesses, and it's uh, on a pay-per-click model. We'll talk a little bit about uh, mobile and what's going on there for the future, as well as the Google Display Network and YouTube. Finally, we'll talk a little bit about how we can partner with you and help you reach your business goals, and then I'll be more than happy to take your questions. Be before I begin, um, I wanted to just quickly share with you why I like the internet. And you know what I'm going to tell you is going to sound really intuitive, but I think it, it, it resonates with me. And if you don't mind in, indulging me, this, this past weekend, I went away for the weekend and had a great time. And, and you know how it is when you're in a hotel and 12 o'clock is coming and you're not ready and you've got five minutes to check out and you're under pressure. I was fully packed, getting my last five minutes out of the hotel. I said, what, what can I do? You know what? Let me check my email. So I checked my email. I said, okay, I checked my email. Let me, let me go see what's going on in the world. So I went to my favorite news site, digital news site, obviously. And, and today, you know, newspaper sites are updating, refreshing every 15 minutes. And information is very, very dynamic, not like it used to be, where it came out once or at the most twice daily. So I came across an article about an author that wrote a very fascinating book, which I won't bore you with the details now, for obvious reasons. Um, I read the article and I said, this sounds pretty interesting. Let me Google the author. I went to Google, I Googled the author, and I read the article, I said, this sounds like a book that I want to buy. So again, I went back to Google, and I typed the author's name, and I said, where to buy John Doe, best book I'm ever going to read. And I got search results, Amazon.com. Amazon.com Amazon was number one on the search results. The brand name was, I guess, somewhat um, familiar to me. And again, number one on the search results, so I clicked on Amazon. I went into Amazon. Within two seconds, I found where to buy the book. I buy the book. As I'm checking out, it's showing me options that I might like to have in terms of music. Because I use Amazon to buy music for my Google phone, which um, is very good um, as compared to uh, the iPhone for listening to music, for those of you who didn't know. <laughs> um, and I said, let me, buy, let me buy this track as well. This is great. After that, I said, OK, well, I need to ship this. Where am I going to ship it to? I'm going to be in New York next week. 
maybe I can ship it to my sisters. I'll get to my sisters, I'll pick it up, it will be waiting for me. Perfect solution. Couple of quick taps of the keyboard, I changed my, um, my shipping address to my sister's house. After that, as a courtesy, because I'm a very nice brother, I send my sister an email, I say, FYI, as you know, I'm gonna be in New York next week, a couple of Amazon packages coming to your house. As I'm doing that, and by the way, I was using Gmail, um, <laughs> Gmail provided me with some helpful suggestions, and I see on the right-hand side, it says, Hotels New York. Why did it say Hotels New York? Because I'm typing an email to my sister, talking about the fact that I'm gonna be in New York, I use the words New York, Google's technology, targeting, contextual targeting, got a wind of that, and said, perfect, maybe this guy needs a hotel to stay in New York, and you know what, I do need a hotel to stay in New York, and frankly, I've been too busy to book one, so I booked the hotel. And do you know how long it took me to do all of these things? Six minutes. Now, let's think about that. Let's think about the efficiency gains, the time gains. So all of us in this room who are digitally savvy to, to some extent or another, we, we take this all for granted. For me on a personal level, I'm in my 30s, so I'm old enough to still remember when we didn't have the advent of the internet and all of these really great online tools to make our lives easier. And I think, I think that's something that I appreciate, and I think that's why I do love the internet. And, and how does this tie into what we're talking about today? You know, if we think about my generation or people who, who are even younger than me, they take this for granted. This is so imbued in their daily lives. These people are online, and they're online in an, increasing, um, in an in increasingly more way than they've ever been before. And these are the people that you want to target. And in terms of people being out in the audience, I'm assuming more of you, most of you are business owners, and I'm assuming most of you are in the e-commerce space. There's a huge opportunity out there, and what I wanted to do was talk a little bit about that opportunity today. So as promised, I'm going to show you my story. Uh, it's only 25 seconds. And basically, this is a Google search story video creator. You can go online, you can, you can Google Google search stories, you can make your own search story for fun or for business purposes or whatever the case may be. And it's just a fun way to look at some of uh, Google's tools vis-a-vis -vis search. And again, this, so this is my little story. Just move it. So let's, let's sort of take a, a, a step back before we, we, we get into the nitty-gritty. Um, we're all familiar with the Google search pages. Can someone raise their hand if, for whatever reason, they've never done a search on Google? There's a prize. Just kidding. No. Okay. So nobody, everybody here has done a search on Google. Great. So how many people came from outside of London today, outside of the London area? I did. I came from Dublin. Excellent. And how many of you were in need of booking flights, train, and or hotel? Okay, great. And how many of you used Google to find the best options or to compare? Okay, so 
the rest of you were using other search engines or you just are very decisive? Okay, we'll say you're very decisive, great. Okay, so let's say I'm gonna do a search for Hotels London. Okay, so here we see search results. And again, uh, I don't know the level of everybody's knowledge here, so I'm just gonna basically start from uh, the basics. So we, we have a couple of diff different things going on here. Uh, first of all, we have the natural search results, which are right here. This is, let's call it a democratic forum. Um, there's, there's an industry behind it called search engine optimization, and there's a lot of very skilled practitioners who will help you get to the top of the search results um, by using effective methods that work in line with Google policy. We as a company do not provide direct support other than some online materials on SEO, because ultimately we want to make sure that everybody has an equal opportunity to appear based on, on relevance and based on what's uh, best and most apt for the user. So what we'll be talking today about is the, the Google commercial products for businesses. So the biggest product, is, I'm sure it's no secret, is, is AdWords. So we can see here uh, sponsored listings. We have uh, the top three search results, as well as six sponsored links on the right-hand side. So essentially we're talking about advertisers, in this case hotels, who wanted to invest money to drive more traffic to their website. You will, of course, if you appear high up in the natural search results, you'll get a lot of traffic. Ultimately, you will receive that much more traffic if you invest in search engine marketing and Google PPC as well. Now, for those people who aren't fortunate enough to have extremely effective SEO campaigns, while you're working on that, and sometimes that tech takes time, um, an effective SEM campaign can get you to the first page literally within minutes, within 15, 20 minutes of starting your campaign, you can appear here. There's a little bit of work and starting that goes before doing that, but let's, let's, uh, let's leave that till later. Uh, so let's say as an example, Hilton Hotel London on Park Lane. Sounds okay. Go ahead and I, I click in here. I get redirected within moments um, to London Hilton um, at Park Lane website. Fantastic. I will then go in and I will look around. Done deal. Or maybe I look at five or six of them and I compare prices and locations, which is fine as well. Now, this advertiser has paid a premium for the visitation to their site, which we call a uh, CPC or a cost per click. Now, if they didn't, if I didn't visit their site, right, right now on the right hand side I see Hilton Hotel London, it is to an extent branding. So at some level I'm aware that Hilton has a nice hotel in Park Lane, even if I don't click on it. Maybe later on I might remember that and go to Hilton's site and book a room, but Hilton didn't get charged for that, that's an impression. You only get charged when your ad is clicked on. Pretty basic so far? Okay, great. And again, sorry for, um, for going into, uh, into basics, but I just want to make sure that uh, we're all on the same page. So again, the difference is natural search, straight down, paid search on the top and on the right-hand side. Okay. Okay, does anybody know what this is? Any volunteers want to tell me what that is? Okay, sir. It is okay. Now, can you pronounce the name? No. Okay. If anybody in this room can pronounce the name of this volcano, I will personally give you a free AdWords voucher. Anybody at all? Hey, I'm from Iceland. Are you from Iceland? No. Where are you from? Sweden. From Sweden. Okay. I have no idea if you pronounced that correctly or not. 
But it, but it took a lot of courage to say that, so I'm going to give you a free AdWords voucher anyway. So please come see me or one of my colleagues in the booth a little bit later on. And by the way, that was the only free AdWords voucher, so sorry. Okay, so wh why, why am I showing you this? This was very disruptive. How many people's travel plans were affected by this over this summer or April or May, whenever it happened? Yes, my, mine too. Um, and let me just uh, show you something that's quite interesting. Well, before, before I show you that, did anybody have to take alternate means of traveling to a location other than plane because of this? Yes. Okay. Did anybody maybe take a ferry somewhere? Excellent. I like you very much. <coughs> so I was in a position where I was supposed to go to a trade show in Birmingham. And um, the day of, I was on pins and needles because Aer Lingus was saying, maybe the flight will leave, maybe the flight won't leave. At the end of the day, the flight didn't leave. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm already missing the day of this conference. Uh, I think I'm speaking here. This is, this, is not, this is not a good situation. What do I do? So the first thing that comes into my mind is, well, what about ferries? Okay. So ferry crossing, Dublin to London. How about that? Let, let's see what's going on there. And by the way, I live in Dublin, if that wasn't clear earlier. Not there from originally, if that wasn't clear. Um, so this is a really cool tool. It's called Google Insights. All the tools that I talk about today, don't worry about the URL. Just remember the name, Google it, and you'll find it very easily. So Google Insights is basically showing me a pattern over time of search queries. In other words, how popular are they? So if we look here, we see a spike right here, which corresponds to uh, the volcano debacle. And obviously, people who are ferry operators, uh, that was a very profitable time for them. Now, if you were a ferry operator A or ferry operator B, there could be a, be a big difference. What am I talking about? If ferry operator A, and I'm not going to use names because there's not that many ferry operators out there. Um, if you were a ferry operator A and you, were, you, you looked at this and you said, you know what? People are going to be searching for ferries. I'm going to invest money to Google AdWords right now because this is the trend. I'm going to capitalize on this. You would have gotten a tremendous amount of business as compared to your competitor who sat back Got a little bit of incremental sales, but not a lot. You basically captured that extra delta from the competitor. So why, why am I bringing this up? I think you know when you are investing in AdWords and a PPC campaign, it's very important to take into account seasonality, right? If you're if you're a retailer and you're, and you're selling iPads, you're going to want to invest more and drive even more traffic in the run up to Christmas. But I think that's very intuitive. So then often, oftentimes I get asked the question, well. What about, what about the daily budget, right? Because you, you, you only pay for the amount of clicks that you want or for, or for how much you want to spend. You never pay more than that. And we'll get into that a little bit later. Well, actually, if I can only spend up to 1,000 pounds a day, then that's my limit. I will never spend more than that. So my entire marketing budget will be exhausted and I, I can make sure to plan accordingly. Sorry, I'm going back and forth here from my presentation to these. Web pages. Um, so why? Why is it important for, for businesses to, to appear on Google search? Why is it important for you to, to involve yourself in this medium? First of all, the who, right? There's a target audience out there that you want to capture, and you can do that by keywords. Very simple. You know better than anyone else who your audience is. And you can get into their heads and say to yourself, if I was a consumer searching for this product, what would I search for? Second, message. You control the message. 
So again, if we go to, back to the example of SEO versus PPC, um, and, and again, it's, it's not a if this, then not that. It's not a zero-sum game. But with, with SEO, um, you have limited, I guess, creativity as to what your message is. With PPC, you have ad text, and that ad text can be very compelling. And if somebody, if somebody is looking at four or five different text ads in a row, and your ad is more compelling, maybe you have free shipping, maybe you have a faster turnaround time, maybe you have everything in stock, and you, and you make them aware of that, they might be more likely to click on your ad. And again, this is a creative message that you can control. Finally, you can direct your uh, potential consumer to anywhere on your site that you want. You can direct them to whatever point of interest is most compelling um, for them and that you think will ultimately lead to a conversion for you. And I think it's also important to, to keep in mind in this day and age, marketing budgets being tight, we're just coming out of a recession, or are we? Um, control, measurable, tracking, all of these things, data, <laughs> analytics, these are all things that Google can offer. And frankly, this is what you should demand from any advertising medium in, in today's times. Okay, so just going a little bit uh, more in detail into a search ad. So here we see a potential um, ad. Again, you can control your creative, uh, and you're directing somebody to a Tesco site um, for credit cards. So again, you can control your message. You can speak to your audience directly at the point of interest. And we call this, very cheesily at Google, the magic moment. Somebody's searching for something, you have what they're searching for, comes together, that's, that's how you make sales, right? This is a big number, and I'm, I'm gonna spit out a lot of stats here, which you may or may not like, but uh, I think that they're pretty salient. 81% um, of internet users enter websites via search engine. Think about that. That is extremely powerful. What percentage of that is Google? Let's just say it's a really hot percentage. Um, so why, why is this important um, information other than the, than the obvious? We have something that we call, and, and I tried to really cater this to you guys as much as possible, being in the e-commerce space. I'm sure all of you are familiar with the term purchase funnel, right? The funnel starts like this. You throw everything in there, everything comes in. And as the purchase funnel comes down, more and more stuff gets filtered out until you have a consumer that converts and makes a purchase of some kind or transaction. The important thing when you're utilizing Google AdWords is to capture your potential consumer or your consumer at every aspect of the purchase flow. <coughs> so for example, if you are a travel company that is setting up all-inclusive packages to the south of Spain, you're gonna wanna make sure that your keywords match the entire purchase funnel. So you wanna make sure that you're targeting people who are sort of thinking about maybe they're going to Spain or maybe they'll go to Turkey or maybe they'll go to Greece. But you also wanna target the people who are very specific. And they say, Malaga, um, five-star hotel, et cetera, et cetera. You wanna be able to target those people as well. 71%, again with the statistics, of users expect leading brands to be on top of the search results page. So if you remember when I gave you my, my little anecdote about why I'm at the internet, I spoke about Amazon, and, and this actually isn't official plug for Amazon, but you know they're, they're a huge uh, retailer, and they offer a very, very good service. They're number one on the search results, I think, at almost any given time. So going back to what I said, I saw Amazon, and this is a true story, um, except for the part where I typed in Amazon, because I actually typed in Amazon.com, but please don't tell anyone. Um, 
And for me, that's credibility. They're number one on the search results. The name is familiar. Maybe if it's not familiar, that provides credibility. But either way, I expect these big brands to be there, and it lends even more credibility when they are. Everybody here is familiar with a silent auction. I won't ask you to raise your hands because I'm sure, I'm sure that you are. Google AdWords is, is based on an auction. So the prices are extremely variable and they're extremely dynamic. And it's an extremely fair system because it's based on supply and demand and it's based on how much, how many people are competing on any given keyword. So every single keyword that you choose that you think is going to lead to a conversion after you've gotten into your potential consumer's mind has a value on it. Every click originates from a keyword. Every keyword's value is determined by an auction. So it's how much are you bidding versus your competitor. If you're bidding 56p for the keyword iPhone, um, sorry, uh, Android, and uh, your competitor is, is bidding 57p, so your competitor may be uh, one ranking above you. Or they may not be, but we'll get to that in a second. So what determines ad rank? It's actually pretty simple. There, there's two main variables that determine ad rank. There's max CPC and there's quality score. So max CPC times quality score equals your ad rank. Excuse me, sorry. So max CPC, again, it's the most that you're willing to pay for a click. If you're willing to pay up to one pound for a click, then that's what you're willing to pay. You're not willing to pay any, any more. Whether your ad will appear, whether it will appear on the first page, whether it will be in the first or third or fifth position, I don't know. But anyway, everybody has their budget, everybody has their limitations, and that's up to you to decide. Now, we're gonna throw something else into the mix, quality score. So when we're talking about uh, SEO, we're speaking about that Google really values it being a democratic forum where everybody can compete, and ultimately what's best for the user is what's displayed. So with AdWords, although it is a commercial model, um, we feel very similarly. So what do I mean by that? We wanna reward people for having a high quality score. We want to reward people for doing all of the things that promote a better user experience. So in that same vein, it is possible that that person that's bidding 56, uh, 56p for an Android phone um, may appear above the person who's bidding 1p more because they have a higher quality score. <coughs> and and in, a, in a moment, I'll tell you a little bit more about that. Max CPC, we, we already discussed. Um, so what makes up a good quality score? I'm sure you're all wondering. I see some people on the edge of their seats. Um, first of all, click-through rate. So for those of you who don't know what a click-through rate is, a click-through rate is your clicks divided by your impressions. So before when we were looking at the search engine results page, I, I highlighted the example of Hilton Hotel. So it is possible that you would view Hilton, you would get that branding, that's an impression, and you wouldn't click. If you click, you go to their site. If you don't, you don't. They click. I'm sorry, the impression isn't charged for. So the click-through rate is the amount of clicks divided by the number of impressions. So for example, if you were selling a Blackberry Torch 9800 model, and you have an e-commerce shop that sells various different kinds of smartphones, um, and your ad appears on that search term 1,000 times, and out of the 1,000 times that it appears, it is clicked on 10 times, then your click-through rate is 10%. Pretty easy metrics, right? Okay, now, if your competitor's click-through rate is 15%, then they're gonna have a, qual a higher quality score than you. Because ultimately, the user found their ad to be more compelling for whatever reason, clicked on that ad. It's a better user experience, or we're rewarding you for providing a better user experience. Ad text relevance. 
How relevant is your ad to the actual search keyword? So pretty basic concept, sorry for that. Um, if somebody bids on the keyword Blackberry Torch 9800, and then they, they click on your website and it redirects them to a page that sells Christmas trees, bad user experience unless, I don't know, unless it's just a seasonal thing and this person is in a good mood and that's that Christmas tree, that's right, that was it. <laughs> but, but all in all, you can see it's a bad user experience, so definitely not rewarded for that. Landing page quality. Does your landing page provide a good user experience? It's kind of an opaque and abstract term, but what we're really driving at again is the consumer experience. So one example of this is if they click on your ad, they go to your website, ideally they should be able to make a purchase within two or three clicks or find what they're looking for. If they're not, that's a bad user experience and we will not reward you for that. Okay. Um, just going to make an analogy here um, about the uh, online high street as it relates to uh, Google AdWords. So if we think about our local town or city, and here's an example of the typical uh, British high street, um, where are you on the, on the high street? Okay, so let's equate that to uh, max CPC, max cost per click. If you pay a fairly high cost per click, or let's call it competitive cost per click, you're gonna be on that main road. You're gonna be extremely visible. You're gonna get a lot of customers. If your CPC is lower, so maybe you're the sixth ad on the page, or maybe you appear even on the second and third page, you might be a little bit on the side streets. So there's gonna be less, less traffic to your store, ultimately less conversions as well. When you appear, if you have a store and you're closed Sundays, or let's say you're closed Saturdays and Sundays, obviously there's a big piece of the pie that you're missing. There's a lot of business that you're saying no to. The same is true for search. If you have a campaign that's always on 24 hours a day, anybody who searches at any point in the day, wherever they are, they're gonna be able to find your product and service and they're gonna be able to avail of your, service, uh, your services and make a purchase. If you're not, you're closing your shop for whatever duration of time. Now, message ad text. Again, this is something that, that I've already said several times. It's very important to have the right compelling ad text. Ultimately, your ads look very similar to your competitors' ads. People do read them even if they do scan them for milliseconds. The more compelling that your ad is, or I'll put it another way, if you're, if you're advertising against your competitors who are all offering similar products, there's one word that's extremely important. Can anybody guess what that word is? Well, yes, but you have to make money, so, okay, no. Uh, differentiation. How do you differentiate yourselves from your competitors? And I'm sure you all ask yourselves that all the time. So for AdWords, you want to figure out what is the one or two main selling points that differentiates me? Let me put that in, in 25 or 35 characters. Okay, our Google philosophy. We have a lot of philosophies, but this is just, this is just for AdWords specifically. Advertising should be measurable, accountable, and optimizable, pretty clear. You should only pay for what you get and control exactly what you pay for. Advertising should be flexible, working across national and local strategies. And of course, you can geo-target to any area of the UK, Europe, the US, or any portion of the world. And advertising should be adaptable to all audiences. You should be able to target any audience at any time. So I'm uh, just gonna show you uh, a little bit of a return on investment model on how you can track AdWords. It's sort of a simplistic model, but you'll definitely get the idea. Okay, so you're new to AdWords. You want to promote, and I'm using this example again, you've got a great tech site where you sell smartphones. 
you want to promote that you're new on the market, you have a limited marketing budget, but you know that you're competing against O2, uh, Vodafone, and Orange, so you're going to have to spend something. So your initial investment is £10,000 in networks. That £10,000, let's say for argument's sake, hypothetically, it equates to 20,000 clicks based on an average CPC of 50p. Out of those 20,000 clicks, you get an 8% conversion rate, which equals 1,600 sales. Your average sale is 100 pounds. Great. So now your 10,000K investment yielded you 160,000 pounds in return. <coughs> you can then reinvest those profits and increase your budget, and thus starts the virtuous cycle of what is AdWords. So is this a simplistic and, and, and idyllic scenario? Yes. Does this actually happen in one way, shape, or form on, on a daily basis across the world? Actually, yes, it does. I think one of the most important things that I, I, want, to, I want to highlight here, other than you know, the, the um, benefits of being able to track your investment, is it's an initial investment. So if your campaign is running smoothly and you're getting good ROI, you're not continually coming out of pocket. This is a one-time investment that keeps on benefiting you. Okay, so that's pretty much uh, the basics uh, of AdWords. I want to touch upon a few other Google products as well. Um, any other AdWords questions, please feel free to address it in Q&A. Okay, right on schedule. So I don't think I can really, I don't think anybody today can make a presentation about the digital space and uh, offerings or search or online advertising without mentioning mobile. I think we're witnessing a very significant revolution. Um, I dare say almost a paradigm shift. I think this whole industry is a paradigm shift. But in terms of people using mobile devices and people accessing information in an even more instantaneous way than they were even doing just a few years ago. So just some interesting stats that, that, that I came across. Half of all new internet connections are now mobile, right? The, 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 the days of, of having a clunky desktop are pretty much over. Now we're talking about iPhones, um, iPads, uh, netbooks, which are great, and various other types of laptops that have internet. <coughs> 2013 smartphones will overtake PC sales. So if any of you read industry trades, um, I do, I'm, I'm quite addicted to them actually. Better than being addicted to other things, let's say. Um, always reading articles about how mobile is the future, mobile is going to overtake every kind of advertising medium. I've been reading those, those articles for four years, and it hasn't really happened yet, but actually it has happened, but it's happened in a very low-key way. And by 2013, there will be more smartphones being sold, and it will overtake PC sales. I think that is unequivocal. 67% of the world's population have a mobile phone. Incredible. Um, if we look at a region such as Africa, actually there's more people who are connecting on their mobile phones today than they are from their desktops or laptops. Last Christmas, eBay sold one and a half million items through mobile phones alone. That means a sale was made every two seconds. 50% of those sales originated from a search, from a Google search, let's say, from a Google search. So I, I think what I'm really trying to say with regards to mobile is that this is happening, it's happening now. In a few years, it's gonna be a question of you missing the boat. And now, it's going to be a question of you being an early adopter. 
if we're speaking specifically about Google as a medium, if you are a current advertiser, or if you're considering being an advertiser, I would highly suggest advertising on mobile platforms. We allow you to target all kinds of Android devices, some other devices, I forgot the name of them, um, and, and any phone, frankly, that has uh, internet connectivity. We've got a variety of formats from text ads um, to display ads to rich media ads to video ads. We just acquired a company called AdMob, which is doing some, some very, really interesting dynamic targeting with really high brand perception, click-throughs, um, and results as well. But another thing I would tell you, um, putting advertising on the side, if you do have a website, make a mobile website. If you do have a mobile website, optimize your mobile website. So what do I, what do I mean by optimize? Optimization is a word in our industry which is thrown around like an um in between uh, words. But what does it actually mean? It means improving something or improving the efficiency or scalability of a certain platform or product. So when I say optimize your website, I'll take you back like four years ago when I first I had my first smartphone and I attempted to book a plane ticket on my smartphone. I won't mention the name of the airline because I don't think that's really necessary. But it took me 20, 22, 20, yeah, 22 minutes to book a flight ticket. They had a mobile site, but it wasn't optimized. It was clunky. It took me too long. It was too complicated. And at the end of the day, your mobile site cannot mirror. It can mirror, but it needs to have nuanced functionality to fit in a little screen like this. So that would, that, that would definitely be something that I would, uh, that I would take into account looking for. So I hope you enjoyed that first part we had for you, this Google special where we're focusing on what AdWords is as an option to really increase the visibility and hopefully the business for any website that is out there. So don't forget to join us this time next week for the conclusion, the second part, which also includes an in-depth question and answer session where the crowd was really going for every bit of extract they could get from Daniel to understand how can they really use this tool, which is a great alternative to search engine optimization. And um, so, yeah, stay tuned in for that. Last little uh, message from me is just an invitation to everybody, every one of our listeners out there. If you've got a question or a request for any particular theme or focus that you want us to to take on this podcast, please feel free to send me an email. It's so easy. Just my email address is brian, B-R-I-A-N, at smallbeeskaizen.com. So send me an email. Tell me what you want to hear on this show, and I'll be more than happy to accommodate any request. Similarly, if you've got a question or you want a particular deep dive into any issue that is affecting your business today, we'll be more than happy to help you use the correct tools in Kaizen that help you bring about the improvements that are necessary. So till next week, folks, keep it going. Keep the improvements rolling on. Over and out.